live by faith trusting in God and be constantly under God's judgment to be pillars. The pillars of the temple were built of bronze, signifying God's judgment, for us to be useful to God, we need to be constantly under God's judgment living a life of trusting in God with no confidence in the flesh, even in the midst of complicated and intermixed situations. Amen. The materials for the building of God's dwelling place, the temple, are very significant in their application to our spiritual experience. The olive wood, for example, typifies Christ as the one who honors God and man, the one who is full of the Spirit, the oil, and who has the proper humanity useful for God's building. Not only Christ is the olive tree, but we all as believers in Christ have been grafted into Christ to be branches of the cultivated olive tree. We were cut off from our old background, our old man, and everything of the old, and we were grafted into Christ as the cultivated olive tree. Through our faith in Christ and through baptism, there was a cup made in our being, through Christ's death on the cross, there was a cup made in him. These two cuts were put together and kissed, now we are joined to the Lord in spirit to be one spirit with him, 1 Corinthians 6:17. Just as Christ as the cultivated olive tree bears olives for the producing of oil to honor God and man, so we by abiding in the Lord remain in a process of bearing olives, having these olives crushed and squeezed, and producing oil to honor God and man. We are in a process of breaking and transforming, a process of squeezing and pressing, until the essence of our being, the Spirit, comes out to honor God and honor man. Wow! If we have this view, our difficult circumstances will become an opportunity for more Spirit to be ministered and released for God and man to be honored. Amen. Even more, this oil is useful for comforting and soothing those who are in pain and who are hurt. As we abide in the Lord, we become one with Him as the Son of fresh oil to minister the Spirit to others for their comfort, soothing, and healing. Hallelujah! This is not merely a matter of typology, this is a matter of our daily experience. In our daily living, we can be filled with Christ, we can abide in Him, and we can allow Him to empty us so that we can be filled with Him even more. Then, when the situations arise, when someone next to us needs comforting, soothing, and healing, the Spirit will flow from our being to minister to them. In this article, we want to see how we can become pillars in God's temple by being constantly under God's judgment and even by judging ourselves as good for nothing except death, and by trusting in the Lord as a lily in the midst of complicated and complicating situations. Being constantly under God's judgment, realizing that we men in the flesh worthy of death and burial. The pillars in the tabernacle were of wood, acacia wood, covered with bronze, and set in bronze sockets. The pillars in the temple were much bigger and were completely made of bronze, signifying God's judgment, 1 Kings 7 14-15, 21, Revelation 3 12, 21-22. In the scriptures a pillar is a sign, a testimony, of God's building through transformation in practicing the body life, General 28 22a, 1 Kings 7 15-22, Galatians 2 9, 1 Tim. 3.15, Revelation 3.12, Romans 12.2, Ephesians 4.11-12. In General 28 we see the first mention of a pillar, when Jacob had that wonderful dream and, upon waking up, 
took the stone pillow and made it into a stone pillar, pouring oil on it and declaring that there is the house of God. Pillars are always related to God's building. In the New Testament, we see that James and Cephas and John were reputed to be pillars. 1 Tim. 3.15 says that the church is the pillar and base of the truth, and the Lord promises the overcomers in Philadelphia to make them pillars in His temple. The pillars in the Bible are always related to God's building. Those who are useful to God in His building to be pillars are constantly under God's judgment, signified by the bronze, realizing that they are men in the flesh, worthy of nothing but death and burial, PSA? 51-5, Exo. 4-1-9, Romans 7-18, Matt. 3-16-17. What is this judgment of God? It refers to the judgment of God and also to our judgment, that is, our agreeing with God's judgment, agreeing that we are good for nothing except death and burial. We were brought forth in iniquity, for our mother conceived us in sin, it is by the Lord's mercy that we have been saved and are in the church life. If the Lord takes his hand away we are like David, simply falling into sin. We need to see what Moses saw in the wilderness when the Lord asked him to put his hand in his bosom and then, when he took it out, it was leprous, in ourselves, we are leprous. We can't run from our leprous, infectious rotten, disease-ridden, sinful nature. Romans 7:18 needs to become our realization, we need to realize that in us, in our flesh, nothing good dwells. We may look at ourselves and think that we are alright, we are quite good, and we have certain abilities that can be useful to the Lord in the church life. May we take God's word in an atmosphere of prayer, taking these words to the Lord so that He would have mercy on us and guide us through the necessary experiences to realize that we're good for nothing except death and burial. Even the Lord Jesus, before He started His earthly ministry, went to John the Baptist and was baptized, admitting that in the flesh He as a man is good for nothing except death and burial, therefore, He was buried in the waters of baptism. May we follow the Lord's pattern, being constantly under God's judgment and realizing we're not worth anything, even a penny. If the brothers ask us to take care of some service in the church life, what is our response? Do we think that it is about time the brothers see our potential and ask us to do this, or do we have the realization that it may be that the brothers made a mistake, for we're not qualified for this service? If we are given any responsibility in the church life, we need to have the clear realization we're not worthy, we're not good for anything in the church in our natural man except for death and burial. When others are being asked to take the lead in a certain service, are we provoked and jealous that it's not us who were chosen? The reason for both division and fruitlessness among us is that there's no bronze, there's nothing of God's judgment. Instead of being under God's judgment, there is pride, self-boasting, self-indication, self-justification, self-approval, self-excuse, and self-righteousness, and there is also condemning others and regulating others instead of shepherding and seeking them, 1624, Luke 9:54-55. We may not justify ourselves outwardly, we may not tell others that we are proud of ourselves, and we may not express how righteous we think we are, but inwardly we think differently. When it comes to the service in the church, we need to realize that we're not worthy and also that we're not able to do it. We are not worthy of such a holy service. 
We are not doing the Lord a favor by serving, we're simply not worthy. We may think we're capable, intelligent, and talented, but in the Lord's service we're simply not worthy and we're not able. May we love the Lord and experience Him as the man of bronze, Ezekiel 43, who measures us for God's building. When we experience Him as the man of bronze, He will become our extraordinary love, boundless forbearance, unparalleled faithfulness, absolute humility, utmost purity, supreme holiness and righteousness, and our brightness and uprightness, Philippians 4 5-8. May we spend time with Him and ask Him to be everything to us and in us. He is our extraordinary love. We just want to absorb Him, and send our roots deep down into Him. He's our boundless forbearances and unparalleled faithfulness. Only He can do it, we can't do it. Lord Jesus, we are not worthy to serve you, for in ourselves we're good for nothing but death and burial. Keep us constantly under God's judgment to realize that in us nothing good dwells. We are not worthy to be those serving you in your house, and we are not able to do it. We are still so much in our natural life. We open to you, dear Lord, and we love you as the man of bronze. We take you as our extraordinary love and boundless forbearance. We have no love in ourselves, and even the love we think we have is so short. Be our extraordinary love. We take you as our faithfulness, be our unparalleled faithfulness. We take you as our absolute humility and utmost purity. You are our supreme holiness and righteousness. You are our brightness and uprightness. We are not worthy, Lord, but you are. Be the one in us who serves and does things in the church for the building up of the body of Christ. Live and bear responsibility in God's building by faith in God in the midst of complicated and intermixed situations. The pillars in the temple had on their capitals nets of checker work, like a trellis, with wreaths of chain work, 1 Kings 7:17. These signify the complicated and intermixed situation in which those who are pillars in God's building live and bear responsibility, 2 Corinthians 1 12, 4-7-8. Furthermore, on the top of the capitals, there were lilies and pomegranates, 1 Kings 7 18-20, signifying that we need to live a life by faith in God with the riches of His life. We need to look at all these things with the view of God's economy and allow the Lord to shine on us concerning these things. Lilies signify a life of faith in God a life of living by what God is to us, not by what we are. On one hand, the pillars being of bronze signifies that it is not I, on the other hand, the lilies at the top signify that but Christ, Song of Songs 2-1-2, Matt. 628, 30, 2 Corinthians 5-4, Galatians 2-20. The only way to have such a life by faith, trusting in God in the midst of the complicated and intermixed situations, is to spend time with the Lord and let our roots go downward to absorb Him. Then, it will be no longer us who live but Christ who lives in us, and the life we live is in faith, not our faith but the faith of the Son of God who loved us and gave Himself up for us. Christ Himself becomes our faith, even our shield of faith, Ephesians 6:16. Outwardly we are in complicated, intermixed, and complicating situations, and we may want to unentangle the situation, make it more simple, 
and then live by faith in God. But the more we try to uncomplicate the situation, the more complicated it becomes. We may unentangle one situation, and three more complicated situations arise. We shouldn't try to unentangle the nets of checkerwork or the wreaths of chainwork, we should simply live by faith, like a lily, trusting in God. We need to live and bear responsibility by faith in God's building in the midst of complicated and intermixed situations. If we do this, if we don't try to merely understand or uncomplicate the situation but live by faith in God, the result is that we will have the abundance and beauty of Christ as life. In the midst of the nets of checkerwork and chains of wreaths work, we see lilies and pomegranates. The pomegranates on the wreaths of the capitals signify the fullness, the abundance and beauty, and the expression of the riches of Christ as life, Phil. 119-21, Ephesians 1:22 22-23, On one hand, we consider ourselves as being nothing, not worthy and not able to do anything for God and the Church, and we keep ourselves constantly under God's judgment. On the other hand, through the crossing out of the checker work and the restriction of the chain work, we can live a pure, simple life of trusting in God to express the riches of the divine life of Christ for God's building in life. We should not look at our environment and the situations we're in and ask God to change this or move that, we should simply live by faith in God, for it is not us but Christ who lives in us. It is not us who bear the responsibility but Christ who bears it. We live not by ourselves but by Christ, and we minister not by ourselves but by Christ. On one hand, we need to be those constantly under God's judgment, realizing that we're good for nothing except death and burial. On the other hand, we need to live by faith, the faith of Christ Jesus, realizing that in ourselves we can't bear responsibility in such intermixed and complicated situations, but the Lord in us can live the Christian life and build up the church in and through us. It is our destiny to be in situations of chain work and checker work, the Lord may never change this. But in the midst of such situations, we live by faith in God and we express the riches of His life. Lord Jesus, we love you and we want to live by faith in you even in the complicated and intermixed situations we're in. We cannot do this in ourselves. We cannot bear the responsibility in the church or live Christ in ourselves. O Lord, it is no longer us who lives but Christ who lives in us, and the life we now live is in faith, the faith of the Son of God. It is not us who bears the responsibility, it is Christ who does it. We just want to live a pure, simple life of trusting in God to express the riches of the divine life of Christ for God's building in life. We open to you, Lord, in the midst of our complicated situations. We do not ask for you to uncomplicate the situations, we simply ask for today's portion of grace. We just want to live by faith, realizing we're constantly under God's judgment, and it is Christ who lives in us. Be expressed through us today for your building.